hello, 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 hello. Sorry, there was a bit of a delayed start today. Um, but yeah, there was, um, we had to switch um, our guests in the studio. Uh, my name is Sham. I'm doing tech uh, at uh, RTV uh, Maastricht for Student Radio Maastricht. Many thanks to RTV for um, letting us use your space um, and, and broadcast our, uh, our little show once a week. In the studio today, as I promised earlier, is uh, the student group called Alice's Drama. And joining me in the studio is, is Joe, the president of uh, Alice's Drama. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Joe. Um, I'm the president of the theater student, student Theatre Association, Alice's Drama. Um, little hiccup there. Um, and essentially, we do a lot of things throughout the semester, um, such as courses, um, clubs, productions, and um, just some fun activities. Okay, and but we are not alone here. We yes. also have um, Ben. Yes. So um, Ben is one of our directors for this semester. He has been uh, directing the course chorus, uh, and maybe he could tell you a little bit more about that. Yeah. Sure. Hi. Um, thanks, Sham um, and Joe. Um, this has been fun, but uh, it's been a bit of an achievement, really. For I think you know we have to take our hats off to Alice's drama for um, for getting through the the COVID season with uh, with productions and courses um, getting to completion. Just about. So um, we've. Uh, I started uh, doing this. Great fun. I've, um, you can probably tell that I'm English and um, haven't been living in Maastricht for that long. Just during COVID, really, and um, started a course for uh, this term. So it's been running twelve weeks, and I decided to call it Chorus. And this, I've been reliably informed that that was a dangerous thing to do because um, music and theatre is a kind of uh, um, a risky area to get into with with the inexperienced but anyway it was it's been great fun and we have managed to to um, to kind of meet regularly at this uh, great site in Bunkerstraat and we've um, we've actually only just got to the point where we've had to kind of knock it on the head because of COVID regulations. Uh, so sadly, we're not performing live, um, but instead we kind of um, basically turned our whole uh, sort of production ideas into a WhatsApp fest. And everybody's been recording little bits and we've put it together as a kind of um, collage, really, of um, bits of theatrical stuff we've been working on, musical stuff we've been working on, and reflections on the course. Um, you're going to meet some other people later from Alice's Drama, but, um, you know, they they too, you know, have there's, there's been several courses running. They'll tell you about them. Uh, and the point was not really to create productions. They've also been doing productions, but uh, the courses were really about the journey rather than the destination. And people have been enjoying... Uh, learning a bit about theatre and uh, getting, uh, you know, dusting off some cobwebs and getting out and getting together and doing some stuff after all these lockdowns. So anyway, we've had a great time and I hope the, um, I hope the recording that Sham's going to play now is, um, is going to give everybody a taste of what, what it's been like, the fun we've had. Yeah. Um, so this is what chorus has put together. It's all different experience levels as well. So we hope that you'll you'll enjoy it. I note the obvious differences in the human family. Some of us are serious, some thrive on comedy. She closes the bathroom door and steps into the shower. Turns the water on and feels the heat of water. She covers her hair with soup and rinses off the day. Hello, I saw your announcement.
on Instagram and I was wondering if you saw... I'm out of the phone right now. Leave a message. If it's about the room, it's already taken. Sorry. Course is a course organized by Alice's Drama, which started maybe beginning of September, beginning of October or so. And what what is it? To be honest, we're not even sure ourselves. That's how we started our course, actually looking into the word, and we saw all sort of things. So we saw its its historical roots in ancient Greek theater. Um, we saw popular meanings of the word chorus, such as the chorus in a song. And then what we did is that we also discovered how it means working as an ensemble. So briefing as an ensemble, moving as an ensemble, feeling things as an ensemble. So making sounds together, uh, acting together and sharing things together. Calling you for a room that I saw. It looks beautiful. I would love to get the open. Uh, questions to ask you. So, are you Dutch? Um, I. No. Okay. Are you over 20? Um. Okay. Uh, last question. Are you right-handed? Um. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit complicated for us. Um, but uh, good luck. All right. So let me tell you this story, which I think represents our course pretty well. So we were given an extract of a Greek play and we were asked, asked to briefly prepare something with it, um, with sounds. And this one group comes up in which this guy suddenly starts playing the trumpet, like an imaginary trumpet and making sounds with his mouth. And the, these trumpet sounds turn into the Game of Thrones theme song. Then this other girl comes and she starts like reading out loud, basically shouting the extract of the Greek tragedy that we were given. So something about like a city falling apart. And at the same time, this other girl was like walking around her in circles and she was singing Pirates of the Caribbean. So we had Game of Thrones, Pirates of the Caribbean, Greek tragedy, boom, at the same time. And we were all like, all of our breaths were literally taken away, right? And then suddenly, that's it. That was their improvisation based on Greek tragedy. And I just think it was beautiful. So I think it was worth sharing with you. course was about releasing this inner self that was stuck and squeezed because of the different social pressures the way people think about you how you have to behave politesse all of that and once in a once in a while once in a weekend uh, once in a week you could go to the space where you could just simply relax and give away everything that you uh, accumulated throughout the week, throughout the days, just release it and feel better. It's only like a confession, but with emotions and with action. It's kind of like release, it's like a kindergarten because when you go there, it feels like grown-ups became kids again and they just scream and the weird movements and run around like monkeys and then they became elephants and then they do some kind of humming then they'll bark like dogs and this all is just simply chorus this is just feeling this kind of primal touch to your primal soul and it feels good to be in an environment like this from time to time that with something very philosophical that tells me that nothing can tame my soul and nothing can tame my body. 
everything is still there and I still can feel it and sense it and I can still express it no matter where I am no matter how much social pressure there is outside there's always something in and needs to be expressed and chorus was the space where I could express it you're renting uh, near the Max Center and I was wondering if it was still free. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but yeah, we promised to an old friend and I think it's gonna get the room off. I hope you understand, yeah. And with our chorus, one day we were just sitting around the table brainstorming about the performance we would do. Uh, already we were thinking, um, oh, there are some issues happening um, in Maastricht, like the housing crisis. But then we reflected about what we have already done, such as a shower scene. And then we started sharing. We started sharing about our own housemates, the dynamics. And I walked in one day <laughs> complaining about my landlord. And after that, we started acting out some of the scenes, the various characters, and we had a lot of fun with it. Um, and now um, we are trying to make the most of it online because of COVID. Hi, I'm so happy you called for this room. Will you be starting university here next year? Oh, you've already started then. Um, unfortunately, we do require a notice six months in advance, but I can put you on the waiting list. We are the champions, my no. perfect fit and my roommates chose somebody else after all it is a democracy so sorry was a place of free expression, a place where we were coming and expressing ourselves in any way possible. I was especially really mind blown during the first uh, time I was there where people just start telling poems and all kind of dance and singing at the same time and it was just very striking how, how everybody just wanted to express themselves in any way possible and it was really a safe space and I really feel like I learned from this, this course um, especially to be free with my art and not feel like I should be um, I should be scared of judgment from anyone and um, I was also very uh, admirative of how all the little things we worked on just went together at the end to produce something. Somewhere I can make a profit. Somewhere they pay on time. Somewhere I can help and care. Somewhere I can make things better. It's house meeting. It's house meeting. It's house meeting. 
So, chorus was definitely a real, um, a real uh, teaching, a real lesson for me. And um, I will try to keep feeling, uh, feeling like I felt during these classes. enjoyed that. Uh, this is Ben again. And um, uh, we now have a couple of um, visitors in the studio who've just come upstairs. Um, we have Stella, whose voice you just heard uh, speaking that Maya Angelou verse at the end of that. And uh, Stella, hi. Hi. And Maren as well, um, who is part of Alice's drama as well as uh, being a member of the chorus. And um, Adele. Hi. Adele is one of the people who's been campaigning um, on this issue of the housing crisis um, for the students at Maastricht University in particular. Um, so, I mean, that was one of the themes that came up very strongly um, in the time that we were working on this. And so that's what, that's what sort of uh, took over and, and made us focus on kind of student housing and the feeling of a household and what it means to have a home and so on. Um, how's, how's that been going, Adele, that campaign? 
Um, I would say not that well because, uh, for instance, right now I'm like in this temporary accommodation, but I'm searching again for next semester. And yeah, it's very stressful. And I know that a lot of students are in the same situation as me. And some people were not as lucky as I am because I got like a temporary housing for like three months. But yeah, it's very tough in Maastricht at the moment. And I'm not sure it's going to get better soon. So yeah, I'm really hoping it will change. But yeah, we are not there yet. So what are people doing to cope? I'm actually not too sure. Like, I think there is some support from uh, other friends or other people who don't have a house. So I think people in general are very supportive. And some uh, organization were created as well. I know that uh, at some point they create this organization where uh, some other students were uh, opening the house like for a few days or a few weeks where, when they could actually. But yeah, I think it's very stressful for all of the students. And I know that some people were personally like um, affected, like also their grades as well and their well-being in general, because it's always something you have to have in the back of your mind. So you are n never like peaceful about it. Mm. Mm. What about um, the, uh, you've been sharing posters with us for um, events and, um, you know, trying to raise awareness. Uh, of the issue has have you had some positive impact do you think with those or has there been some feedback from the university or from other um, you know people who could help I think there was some positive impact but again like now it's more like the building itself like there is not enough like building that are welcoming for students so it's a, a matter of capacity at this point I think but like, yeah, one of my friends, she also started an organization to raise awareness and uh, she did a manifestation as well where uh, she, uh, they asked for a couple of, um, yeah, things to change and they actually emailed the university, but also the municipality. Um, but I think it's going to be on the long term and like short term right now, the student, they don't have a lot of options. So I know a lot of people who are actually staying in a hostel since the beginning of September. But then again, you have literally no privacy. It's very difficult to actually study properly because you are sharing your rooms, uh, your room with six or even more people. So, yeah, it's a really tough situation. Hmm. Have you also uh, been experiencing this or seeing this around you too? Um, well, luckily, I have not like experienced it myself. I was lucky enough to get a room last year, I think, right before all the madness but um i do know people who actually rent like their couch and people actually paying to sleep on couches for months and that's like the housing they get um so yeah you hear all these stories and they're actually like it's so common like we also noticed in our chorus course that almost everyone had a story or experienced it um him or herself so yeah, it was, uh, it is a quite shocking time actually that this is actually happening to so many people. Maren, you, you played the voice of the, uh, <laughs> the evil landlord. <laughs> um, do you find that, uh, I mean, do you, do you think there's, uh, there should be landlords listening up to this program now? Um, I doubt there are, but yeah, I think definitely I feel like everyone has a story of, you know, either not finding a place to live or if they have a place to live that the landlords, like, they don't seem to care for privacy much. Um, you know, like coming into, like my old landlord, he came into the house unannounced at, I don't know, any time between 8 a.m. and like sometimes I think he came at, at 11 p.m. Mm. Uh, and I heard a lot of stories like this that the landlord just comes in um, yeah, I think originally there was also a story, uh, no, sorry, a part in our uh, play that was also about the scene, like the landlord coming in and telling you that you should clean up. Um, yeah, I, hear, I also hear that from a lot of people. Yeah, there, I mean, that scene was, that, that was actually very funny, that scene. <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there was quite a few scenes that were kind of a, a comic, um, but obviously about some really serious... Um, some really serious themes. Um, how did uh, how did you relate to that uh, kind of theme of home in the piece that we were working on, Stella? How d how did you feel about it? Um, 
Yeah, well, I really think it is very, a very accurate, accurate theme, actually, because of this. But I also feel like we really uh, made it very abstract. And um, yeah, actually, from the beginning of the chorus, um, we tried out all these uh, different kind of things. And um, yeah, I really like how we put it all together. And actually, it makes sense that it is about home. And um, yeah, I feel like it is a beautiful theme actually at one point uh, I remember one of the uh, participants um, came up with this image of kind of going past a house and seeing through the lit windows on a dark night and seeing all sorts of different things going on through the different windows of the house and I think that kind of became a kind of binding image mm -hmm. for us, it was a rather lovely kind of homely, cosy image and somebody else uh, who was from Germany uh, came up with the word Heimat as being the sort of, you know, the, the, the concept, which is also a lovely kind of homely, cosy uh, thought, um, but quite the opposite of what a lot of people are experiencing just now. Yeah, I agree. Having a, this feeling of being at home is like super important, especially as a student. And especially if you are coming from far away, because uh, some students, they are like international students and they are also struggling to find a home and they are far from their home, their home home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's a really important feeling also just to feel at peace and to make sure that you can study properly and like be efficient. So... Yeah, how did you guys feel um, doing the uh, the chorus as a as a sort of um, an activity um, every week? Did it was it was that uh, a good thing to be involved in? Did you meet some good people? What, how did that work for you? Yeah, I have to say, especially like after the like you know like we had like a really long lockdown this year, and especially after it was really nice to be around people. Also do like these group exercises like when we did the breathing together, walking together. Like really, I don't know, like coming together again after we spent like a long, long time, like, you know, having to keep distance or not being able to go anywhere. That, yeah, well, in, in, uh, well, first of all, thank you very much, Ben, for the uh, for the fantastic piece uh, and the chorus group. Um, I'm just wondering from a from an audience point of view, because you were the director of this uh, of this piece, am I correct? Uh, yeah. uh, was this the first time you made a made an audio uh, an audio theater because it it really brings um, brings the visual to life uh, just through sound and I, I I really like that. Oh, that's kind of you to say that, Shyam. The uh, <laughs> I think it is the first time. Uh, I mean, it's not the first time I've been dealing with audio uh, because I'm a musician, uh, so that's that's kind of my main thing really, but. Um, it's the first time that we've tried to create, uh, or that I've tried to create a theatre piece, um, a sort of music theatre piece for for radio. Uh, so, so yeah, it was uh, it's it's been uh, quite an exciting departure for me. But it has been very much, uh, you know, necessity has been the mother of invention uh, because it's just literally been responding to the fact that we couldn't. Uh, I don't think we could have. Uh, sort of got this together in any other way, um, but I'm really glad to hear that you say that the uh, that it's kind of brings your visual imagination to life to to hear the sound. That's exactly the intention. <laughs> what did you think of um, working on a, an audio theatre piece, Stella? Um, well, it was actually very like a last minute plan because we had to. Um, like cancel uh yeah make the meetings go online but i really like uh how it turned out i actually heard it uh just now from the first time as well um but i really like it it's just really fun how you can make something that actually fits together from uh literally audio messages on whatsapp and i think it's also so exciting that everyone was still um encouraged to participate even though it was an online thing again after like so many online things but I really like uh, how it turned out and I think it's actually really fun that we uh, ended chorus like this 
time for a good uh, like Christmas drink. I think. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but we're going to hand over to um, to the board of uh, Alice's Drama to tell you more about um, what they've been doing, the the, the many achievements that they've uh, racked up over this last season, and what they're intending for the next season as well. So um, so thanks, Sham, for having us. Thank you very much, Ben. And uh, yeah, once again, that was a really, really, really nice piece of um, uh, audio theater, if I may say, if I may say that. Um, and yeah, and now yeah, we will we will move on to the to the broader uh, part of Alice's drama. Um, just to remind our audience um, that you listen to Student Radio Maastricht on one hundred seven point five FM. My name is Shyam. I'm doing tech uh, tonight, my second time, so I'm still making some mistakes. Excuses. <laughs> and joining me now in the studio is uh, Joe. Yeah, so I can introduce the rest if you'd like me to. Um, so I'm Joe. I'm obviously the president of Alsa Drama, but I've also brought some fellow board members with me. Uh, so we have Inc. as the secretary of Alsa Drama and Linus as the commissioner of activities and planning. Perfect. Yeah, and just for our audience to have a better understanding of what Alice's drama is. I have known Alice's drama for a few years now as a student theatre group, but um, Alice's drama has existed since 70s, since um, the 60s, I don't know. So we've time. actually existed since 1981, oh, since so it's our 40 year birthday this year. Wow. Um, and we're going into our 41st, 41st year of existence. Fantastic. Year. And every year you have, you have a new board. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the tradition. Um, but if you're a bit of a fanatic like myself, then you stay on for another year. So this yeah, is actually sure. my second board year. Um, but yeah, usually we have uh, a board every year. Cool, 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 cool. And uh, chorus, the group we heard earlier, that is a that's only a part of Alice's drama, right? Yeah. So um, chorus is essentially a one-time thing. Um, we have changing um, theatre courses every semester. So this semester we had chorus as one of our options. Uh, we also had a beginner's theatre course, Becoming Comfortable on Stage, and um, a D&D course, so Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and our director for that is actually also here because they are also our secretary. So maybe Ink can talk a little bit about our D&D course. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. I started off as... Um well, as just the director for the course, so I was recruited by Linus, who's also here, our Commissioner of Planning and Activities, to host the D&D course. Because, um, you know, it's a game, but it also has a lot of theatre elements, uh, lots of improvisation, but very structured story... Well, not structured storytelling necessarily, but lots of storytelling elements as well. And a lot of these things do require some like, theatre skills, improv skills, etc. So I was recruited to teach that, um, which I've been doing... well. We're finished up now. We're, we're, our last session was last week on Monday, but we, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. And down the road, I also was not so much recruited, but just kind of joined the board as secretary, which is where I'm now. Yeah, so they, they joined us as a member, first as a DM, a dungeon master for Dungeons and Dragons campaign, then as a director, then as a member, and uh, now also as a board member. So. Yes, confusing many people with my several roles. Yeah. Very steep promotions Perfect. at Elsa's drama. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, Linus, uh, you are... Uh, I, I heard Joe mention, introduce you as a... Um, board member. As a board member? Yeah. yeah. So but uh, you also recruited uh, Inc. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's part of my... Uh, planning position so as planning I'm responsible to find directors for our courses for the production and through already established connections I was part of the D&D campaign that was uh, uh, done last year so there we also had the chance to, to meet Inc already and then afterwards came up with the idea to maybe host uh, Johnson's and Dragons course with the theater element more of it and everything came together and then uh, we came to the conclusion to have a Dungeons and Dragons course, and that's where we uh, got into the process of hiring Inc. as the director for that course. Wow. And Good. yeah, as my planning duties, I 
always try to find new directors, try to find the right courses that also our members like, try to really make sure that the directors are all right, that they uh, fit in into our schedule, that they know all the information, and that also our members get the right experience and have something that they can look forward to for the next semester. Right. And how long do uh, do these courses last, if I may ask? So the courses are always for one semester, and those entail like 12 lessons uh, that are held each week with some exceptions during the exam week or like holidays. But we try to have uh, 12 lessons for each course where uh, each lesson is uh, uh, taught for three hours. So we can really give our members a lot of theater experience and provide them a course that they can do on the side from uni to just have some relaxation, something to keep their mind occupied when not studying. Yeah, and uh, we usually also have a presentation of the end product of these courses. Um, so that's usually our theater festival, Revue Revue. But now I guess for the theater course chorus, um, this radio show has been the equivalent of that. Um, sadly, we had to cancel our current plans for Revue Revue this semester uh, because of the new regulations. But we are figuring out uh, methods to make it work. So uh, the radio show being one of them, and we're also going to have a newsletter and a small publication of a video for some of the other courses. Fantastic. Like like Ben said earlier, uh, necessity is indeed uh, the driver for innovation very yeah. often. And um, yeah, we have been seeing, um, let's say, more professional. Uh, this is um, um, no, no, by no means to, to belittle uh, Alice's drama, but the bigger theaters um, across the world going online and trying different things and so Alice Drama is also let's say in the, in, we're all in the same uh, same kind of puddle now uh, trying to, to, to muddle our way into, into, into doing what we want to do uh, we, do, you, do you also have courses on say improvisation and other kinds of theater like street theater well that does that depends every you know, semester like lines just explained we get different directors to host different courses each period each semester sorry and well one of the courses this period uh, becoming comfortable on stage was also somewhat improvisation focused there was a lot of improv in the course there was a lot of improv to get people you know to play with it and we have of course our uh like a vircant which is uh a theater sports group so they essentially go out and do improvisation games against mm. other groups and yeah that's kind of what theater sport entails yeah sports. Wow, i've never heard of it this sounds really really fascinating just to remind our audience that we are taking some artistic liberty tonight to not have the standard format of six songs and talking in between but we have alice's drama here and very very happy to to have them uh, we are um, broadcasting live from the studios of rtv maastricht on 107.5 fm thanks for tuning in um yeah, uh, could you could you say a little bit more about um, that you're, you're located in this building and you you are a pretty big group, right? Uh, yeah. Um, so the reason why we actually are able to do this today is uh, because uh, the student radio is one of our neighbors here at Banca. Um, so we met over the summer and have been trying to figure out, uh, I don't know, some some sort of um, project that we can do together. Yeah. So uh, this is one of the things that we're now doing. Um, and uh, we are also located at Banca for our office and our rehearsal spaces. So we were lucky enough to um, find the office here uh, because rehearsal spaces have also been something that has been difficult to find in the past few years. And now we are very happy to collaborate with uh, a bunch of our neighbors actually. Uh, so the student radio, but also uh, Video Power, who recently recorded one of our productions that happened over the weekend. So, yeah, we're excited. And I'm so glad I was there. Um, yeah, this is uh, something I can let the audience know because usually we have something called cultural agenda where we talk about events that are coming up. But mm -hmm. I think during COVID times, we have to improvise a little bit and maybe talk about events they missed uh, <laughs> for no particular reason. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm quite glad I was there. And indeed, uh, Video Power is also in the building, which is a um, rather old building and it's being preserved. And not just preserved, but also now being put to quite some good use um, by having uh, 
there are at least two recording studios in the building. There is uh, you guys, there's Student Radio, uh, Video Power, and I think the possibilities of co- of collaboration is is getting getting quite high. Then uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice uh, nice atmosphere to be in. Yeah, we're quite happy about the creative atmosphere as well. Um, a lot of creative minds coming together and also a lot of willingness to help each other out and collaborate and see what we can do. What are your, uh, your let's say, your, your, your biggest challenges like when it comes to, to funding, to when it comes to location? Because I understood, if I understood correctly, Alice's drama has been relocated too many times to, to repeat on the radio. <laughs> yeah, um, We used to have a relatively stable contract with um, Caracola, so they used to be in Schaarn, and um, sadly their contract got cancelled with their location, so we also got kicked out on short notice, and since then we've kind of been jumping around different rehearsal spaces for about three years, so now when we found out about um, Banca Studios and that they still had an office space and also rehearsal spaces open, uh, we were very excited about the prospect of being able to rent some of them. Um, and we also have to thank um, Kaleido for that because uh, Kuhn from Kaleido recommended shout that out. we contact Jan. So, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kaleido um, for, yeah, putting us in contact with um, Banca Studios and now all of these uh, great collaborators. By fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, but spoke, uh, uh, talking about funding, weren't you also in touch with Code Zero Four Three? Yeah, they. funding. Yeah, so they've uh, funded the production that we just had over the weekend. It was called Never Trust Your Dreams. And it was an absurd theater production um, about dreams and nightmares. So our actors over the past 12 weeks have been putting together um, a collage of their own experiences in terms of dreams and nightmares, um, a lot of improv as well. Um, And yeah, so the director's visions really came to life. We had a very interesting director, um, Isa, who really shout wanted out. it to be, yeah, shout <laughs> out to Isa, uh, who really wanted it to put on some sort of absurd theater uh, production. So I think that was quite successful. And I loved it. Yeah. We are happy that we finally managed to have a live production after, yeah, having had so many of them fail in recent years. Right. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, just, just out of curiosity, are are you necessarily restricted to to the University of Maastricht, or are you also open to say Zaud and other other uh, faculties? And um, no, we're not restricted to Maastricht University. Um, we also have a couple of members from Zaud and also some members who are not students anymore. So we are called a student association, but we are open to. Um, most people if they are open to us essentially there's, there's people who you know used or have been members for some years those are usually the people who remain on beyond mm. being students but our main focus group is students but we, we are technically open to it it just doesn't show up as much yeah <laughs> sure 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 i mean it sounds a little bit like student radio as well where we of course we we give priority or encourage students especially to join uh, to talk about your issues um, mainly because we are not funded or attached to, to, to the uni we are quite independent that way um, when I say independent I'm basically saying we are just not funded in any ways <laughs> um, but yeah it sounds to me like um, like 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 a really interesting um, uh, theater group that the city really needs um, Do you also collaborate with uh, other theater groups in the city, like uh, Tunil Academy or uh, one group? Yeah, I mean, in, indirectly we do. Um, some of our directors also come from Tunil Academy. So um, our director, Sander, who's currently teaching the beginner's course for um, Elsa's Drama, he also came from um, Tunil Academy and also the Tunil group in Maastricht, actually. So... Um, Yeah, we, we do like to collaborate and some of our members are also from um, the Tunnel Academy now and then. So cool. yeah, it's, it's been nice. And we are connected to other you know, student theatre associations across the Netherlands through LOST, which is kind of like the overarching organization. So we have, we share tips with them, tips and tricks, and we have some events. Uh, next month, there's actually going to be a board day coming up. So members of our board are going to be meeting other boards across the Netherlands and we're going to you know share some ideas share some help 
uh, ask some questions and yeah that's going to be a fun evening uh, fun afternoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> and are, are you I'm just curious now if you're uh, if you're if you focus on say English or is it also open to, to Dutch or um, other languages yeah um Our main working language is definitely English, um, but we do also have some Dutch elements. So in past years, we had productions in Dutch and also some courses now and then. But um, this, or in the last couple of years, we've noticed that our Dutch members have been declining while our international members have been increasing. So Lekker Vierkant, our theater sports team, who do a lot of improv, uh, are currently the only um, Dutch offering that we have. But obviously, as Linus also mentioned, we do try to cater to what our members want and our need. So if we find that we have more Dutch members in the future, we will go back to having um, a Dutch course or production, but, if that's what they'd like. But English really is our working language because we do want to have like an inclusive space for everyone. And Maastricht is, of course, a very international place, lots of different students from all different places. So we do try to yeah, stay working as English and... If something does come up, which is more in Dutch, that's of course lovely, but we do try to maintain our international character. Yeah. Cool. But we will probably be trying to work with um, Banca Studios also to host some youth projects. So um, given that many um, of the uh, younger folk around here do speak more Dutch or are more comfortable with that, those projects will probably be in Dutch or primarily in Dutch. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you Are you referring to, when you say youth, uh, Do you, do you have any particular age group in mind? Well, we were the the Kunstbender reached out to us, who are you know, a group to to bring you know, cultural activities to children who haven't had that opportunity necessarily. And they were talking about, I believe, like you know, high school age, so I think twelve through eighteen ish. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't think That's we've a nice had. Age. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've had people reach out for younger than that, but also for code for our funding. Uh, also, they also kind of looked to um, look more, like be more centered to youth, so 12 through 23 years of age uh, was kind of the focus there. So kind of that age range, you know, just high school students for those sorts of events and students for you know, our association itself. Yeah. Okay. And I think Jan from Banca is also very... Um, Keen to kind of organize, yeah, uh, to organize something for the neighborhood and also especially um, kids from the neighborhood. So maybe we'll also try to come up with a project for that. No, yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds really fascinating. I will uh, I will definitely pop by. I don't live very far away, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Nir, you're right. I mean, given the the location of this building in this in this neighborhood, which is also a very rather green area. Yeah. Uh, there is definitely a possibility to organize at least outside events, um, even with certain COVID restrictions, um, you know, in order to keep keep the pandemic and our epidemic. In yeah, check. definitely. And I also think um, when the when the weather gets warmer again, maybe then we'll be able to organize something also with the neighborhood, um, just to kind of get to know uh, who's working here, who is maybe making noise at night if you know they need someone to complain to, or. Um, Usually it's us, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, just to kind of further the collaboration there as well. Cool, 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 cool. And speaking of collaboration, actually, soon we're going to have a collaboration event with MC Periton. So they are the Esports Association. So next week on Friday, we're going to have a collaboration, a collaborative Dungeons and Dragons event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow, wow. Are you planning on um, broadcasting some of your shows live? Is that is that in the books? Do you do that, or you prefer a, a live audience? How do, how would you feel if like like in the radio, right? It is probably a new experience for you as well, yeah. where you do not have an audience. Mm -hmm. Is that is that a weird experience? Is that weird not to have that feedback? Uh, I think it's a little unknown because we don't often work with a lot of tech, um, but I think it's definitely something that we are open to, and I think some of our formats would also lend themselves quite well to this kind of format. Um, maybe Dungeons and Dragons or um, some of our improv could also be transformed into more of an audio medium. Yeah, exactly. And that's also kind of why we try to have a wide variety of different, you know, theatre or theatre-adjacent things going on so we can be flexible with that and we can have several things going at once. So both our members and anyone who's interested in seeing them can actually interact with it. Um, 
and yeah, like like Joe said, you know, some things like D and D are very easy to transfer to something online, whereas you know, your ordinary productions may be a bit more difficult. But as you already mentioned, a lot more theaters start you know getting more of those tech skills required to put things online. So if it's required, we can probably, especially with our neighbors here with Video Land, um, Video Power, Video Power, video sorry, power, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, Video Power, try to probably figure something out because they already um, recorded our production for uh, the actors last weekend. So yeah, there's certainly options for it and we should really explore those. But of course, some things in theater you want, really want to do in person. So we do hope we can do that again. Yeah. And uh, that also kind of brings us to what we're going to be doing in the next semester. Um, yes. Because we will also be promoting our new courses and production uh, at the beginning of January. So hopefully it'll be the 13th of January that we have a presentation evening. So if anyone is interested in maybe joining us or joining a theater course or production, um, keep an eye out on our social media, I think. Um, we will keep you updated there and depending on the regulations, we will try to organize it hopefully in person, but if not, um, some form of hybrid or online presentation evening. Oh, that sounds uh, that sounds fantastic! I'll definitely be uh, looking forward to the presentation. I do not, I, I really cannot guess what your courses could be, um, but I don't know. I mean, could it could it be a, a, a theater without any any speech? Uh, is that is that a thing? Like a silent theater? I mean, maybe not ideal for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think only Linus knows so far. Um, he is a man of mystery. In, in many ways. Um, many secrets. <laughs> many secrets. So uh, it's a mystery to the board at the moment and also to um, our members what we will be experiencing in the next, next semester. But I think that also makes it exciting and hopefully also encourages people to come to our presentation, presentation evening to see what will be on offer. Um, yeah. And your presentation evening is in Banka, in Banka, uh, Banka um, Studios. We're not entirely sure where it will be yet. Um, due to the regulations, we really want to stay a little bit more flexible. So currently the assumption is probably some form of hybrid. So we will be putting out a, a Zoom link so that people can see what we're up to um, and then just kind of figure it out from there. Uh, and then if we are able to do it with the regulations, hopefully we can find um, a location to do it. Maybe even the location where we had the um, production over the weekend. So Cooperatie Blaudorp, who's also in the area. Um, so that might be a nice space as well. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a beautiful addition to this to this neighborhood. Um, uh, we are slowly coming towards the end of our uh, our hour on on RTV, this is Student Radio Maastricht. You are listening to Alice's Drama. This was the board, uh, Joe, Linus, and Inc. Yes. Thank you very much for joining. Thank you. And yes, thank you for having us. Thank yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we definitely keep an eye on the, on the production, on the presentation evening on the 13th. Yeah. And I don't think this will be the last time you'll be having Alice's Drama on radio, so Looking forward to, to a lot more. In the meantime, enjoy your evening, and we'll be going back to uh, to, to live radio, to, to RTV radio uh, right now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.